2017 is on the horizon. What are you going to do about it on the next Moment of Clarity? Moment of clarity. It's your man, Stefan G. You are tuned into another eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity right here on the Promise Life Network. Mike is back in the house. Kim is still not here. That's all right. I forgive her. I'm Okay. Dang it. I wasn't going to forgive her. <laughs> That's why I said I. <laughs> now I have to, though, because you set an example. Oh. Um. Jeez, yeah, that's how the Bible calls us to do that ah, and stuff. I still love you, Kim. We miss you. <laughs> so I love that song, by the way. It gets me hyped up. I can't remember the name of it, but it's awesome. Um, so I hope everybody's doing well. We're coming up through the holiday season, Jingle Bells and Noels and Santa Smells and all that good stuff. I'm just not no? ready for it. You're not ready for it? We're already in it, and I'm still how, not ready for it. How appropriate for you to say, considering today's <laughs> show is about planning. Yep. <laughs> That's a plan for next year, and I'm not even ready for this year. <laughs> Listen, Christmas always catches me by surprise since the day I moved to Florida. Maybe it's the temperature, because it doesn't get cold or any, something like that. It just catches me off guard every single time. I always turn around, and I'm like, oh, my God, December's like two weeks away. When yeah. did that happen? The, the lack of seasons, yeah, it does... Yeah, that's a good point. It actually. messes me up, man. But we did actually want to talk about uh, planning and preparation today because 2017 is right around the corner. And you know what, Mike? 2017 is your year. It is your year of abundance. Mike, did you know that? No, I did not. It's, I'm, hold on. It's I'm right around the excited. corner. I'm it's, very excited. It's right. Okay, I'm not going to do that. I wonder what, you know, because, you know, pastors, oh. are try, pastors are trying to come up with a rhyme for 2017 right are now. They? Absolutely, because oh they've got to have something to preach. Oh. It's going to be heavenly in 2017. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Something. They're going to do, clever. they got to say something that rhymes. So it's going to be interesting. But 2017 is around the corner, and we wanted to talk about- So wait, about, wait, wait, wait. Is it not my year of abundance? <laughs> I just, don't know. I was just, just saying man. that. I mean, I believe that it is your year of abundance. In fact, I decree and declare it over your life right now in the name of Jesus. That oh, you sweet. will you will grow I, I just and abound like no... and expand in 2017 like you have never okay. done before. Okay. You will burst at the seams. You, this is very <laughs> vague. I'm noticing. Listen, I'm now, noticing it's you're gonna let here. me prophesy <laughs> over your life. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Now we have to ask, what does it mean when you say abundance? Uh, hey, it can mean a lot of things, my <laughs> man. Man, it can mean a lot of things. I know. That's one of the things we'll talk. See, you. I'm not. Today's not a show about prophecy, Mike. <laughs> we will talk about prophecy later, because you know I can get rolling on some prophecy talk. Um, but just don't believe everything everybody says to you. Okay, I know some prophets, and I know some people that say they prophets. I'll just leave it at that. Oh. So, yes. Um, we're talking about preparation, and ironically, something we never do for this show. Um, but, yeah. but we're talking about preparing for the next year and for 2017 and I think it's important and I want everybody who is listening to this show and listens to this show on a regular basis to take some time to prepare for 2017 because I do honestly believe that there's going to be some key moments in the year for everyone and they might not be the same moments they're not all going to happen in April and all that kind of stuff but I believe that there will be some key moments that if you are you know it's like they say 
Um, what what's see? I'm about to tell you what they say, and I don't even remember what they say. It's something that they say about when time meets opportunity and preparation, or something like that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's something about you know success equals time plus opportunity plus preparation, something like that. There anyway, you go. I think that's it, actually. Yeah, so I want everybody to be prepared for when the yes. time and the opportunity combine, because they will. Ultimately, they will. You know, ultimately, every single year of everybody's life. There are roughly two to three major key moments where a time and an opportunity come about. And if you're not ready for it, you're either rushing to try to get ready for it or you miss out on it and you just dismiss it because you're not ready for it. Great. Now I'm thinking of what my times were in the last year. Oh, man. I already know a couple of mine. Well, yeah, know of course you of know yours. I I know <laughs> yours. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> watch your mine. mouth, young man. <laughs> <laughs> so... I want everybody to be prepared. And God wants you to be prepared. Actually, even though you might not know that, he wants you to be ready. Not that he's going to give you the opportunity to see into the future, but he wants you to uh, he, he wants you to be about your business and be about your life in such a manner that when the appointed time does happen, because there is an appointed time for everything, everything happens under a particular season. God has already laid out your entire life before his eyes, and he knows exactly when everything's going to happen. And so when that time comes up, he wants you to be ready. And he knows whether you're going to be ready or not. So if you're listening to this show, he knows you're going to be ready because you're going to listen to everything we say today. And you're going to take it and you're going to put it in practice. And you're going to be the most prepared Christian on the face of the planet. I'm ready. You ready? Well, I'm ready to be ready. You're ready to get ready. There <laughs> yes, you go. there we go. Little T.D. Jakes. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Okay. So, <laughs> so we're talking about preparation and we're talking about planning. And I do this every year. Every year, I try to take some time. Notice what I threw in there. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. year, I try to take some time. Isn't with, this the guy who tells me there is no try? There's no such thing as try. You're right. So every year, I every few years, I neglect to take some time with God to really kind of seek his face about what 2017 holds and what I need to do and where I need to focus and what I need to be thinking about. He might not necessarily tell me what the future is. He might not necessarily say in April, you're going to meet a man who's wearing a blue suit and he's going to have a $5,000 check in your pocket. And when you see him at the corner of Publix on 436 and 434, you need to do three cartwheels and turn around two times and clap your hands real loud and he'll give you the check. Might not always say that. Mm, I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to assume he's probably not <laughs> going to say that. Just throwing but, that out there. But. He will give you insight on where he wants you to focus, not only leading up to 2017, but things that you need to focus on in 2017. Might even give you a couple scriptures that that mimic where you need to focus in 2017. Um, Don't you love that when he throws out those scriptures and then you have to actually work and study I was say, and read sometimes. them? Yeah. <laughs> Like a lot of people don't know my life scripture, you know, and, and I'm going to talk about it later on today in today's show. But my life scripture is Matthew six and thirty three. He told me that a few years back. He was like, this is the one for you. Do this or forget it. And I was like, OK, yeah. And then I didn't think about it until it was time to think about it. <laughs> so um, I want you to know, first of all, and, and above everything else, that God wants you to be prepared. Uh, He does not, like I said, he's not necessarily going to tell you what the future is so that you'll know what's going to happen, but he wants you to be prepared for what is going to happen. Because if you know what's going to happen, there's no need for faith. But if he can tell you prepare here and you do it, that is faith. 
because you are trusting in what he is telling you to do and understanding that he has an expected end for your life. Like the Bible says, you know, I know the thoughts that I think of you, thoughts of good and not of evil to give you an expected end. A lot of people use the transition that says a hope and a future or something like that. Um, well, no, that's Star Wars. What is it? Not a hope and a future. It's not a hope and a future. <laughs> All right. Mixing in Star Wars and the Bible. You know, a hope and a future. Someone needs to prepare. It is a hope and a future. There you go. A hope and a future. That is a hope and a future. So, but I don't like the words hope and a future. I like expected end better because expected end in me talks about how he has already predetermined what this is going to be, and there's an expectation for it to actually happen. Hope in the future. I'm never going to forget that. Um, yeah, no, you won't. <laughs> and so um, knowing that he knows the thoughts that he thinks, why would we not seek after him to find out what some of those thoughts are so that we can be ready for 2017? Mike, are you ready for 2017? No. No. Do you tend I really to, need this show. <laughs> do you tend to uh, attempt to prepare for the next year, or is it something that's just never been on your radar before? No, I um I attempt to prepare, actually. Okay. I mean, it depends on the year. I, I fail many times. I, I have but. failed a couple times. The one, I will say, the couple of years that I've actually done it, those years have been the most successful years of my life. Yeah, I believe that. The years where I've actually, because there was one year I did it New Year's Eve. I was like, God was like, stay inside, New Year's Eve, you're not going anywhere. And I really? Was like, Ugh. I was like, but, <laughs> you know, like, I like to go. I'm not one of these. <laughs> so you doing that. I'm for real. I'm not one of these watch service people. I don't go to church on New Year's Eve. Nah, we go to church every Sunday of the year and sometimes on Thursdays or Wednesdays Wait, and do Tuesdays. do people do that? Yeah. They go to church on New Year's Eve? Absolutely. It's a big thing in the black church, too. It's really? called watch night service. Because the uh-huh. idea was that God was going to come rapture everybody on New Year's Eve at midnight. Like, that would be the time he would pick. But <laughs> <laughs> And so everybody's uh-huh. watching for his return, I guess. I don't know. Are they so disappointed when it doesn't happen? Like- well, here's the thing that kept me from going. I would go, and they wouldn't count down the new year. And so we'd be singing songs and praise and worship, and somebody would preach something, we'd be back in praise and worship, and I'd look up, and it was like 1223. <laughs> and I'm like, what happened? <laughs> I'm like, hold on. That's great. <laughs> and it ticked uh, me off, so I stopped going. <laughs> and I talked to my fiance, and she's like, well, they always count down the New Year's at the ones I've gone to. And I'm like, well, not at the ones I've gone to, so I don't go. <laughs> I stopped going. Um, in fact, I remember on Facebook one year, I posted, I was like, for all my friends that are going to watch night service, if Jesus shows up, let him know I'm downtown on Orange Avenue <laughs> outside uh, of Chillers. <laughs> so y'all can come get chillers. me. <laughs> but we want to be prepared. And it's something that, you know, I was actually talking to my fiance about here recently because it's something she does every single year for like the past four years, five years straight. For some reason, this does not surprise me. About she's her. great, isn't she? I'm like, geez, it's almost kind of ugh. But you know, I love her. So I, it's mean, great. I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> you weren't gonna say that it sickened you. <laughs> How awesome she was. It's okay. <laughs> but um, she does it every year, and and she talks about how coming into December. You know, Jesus will start tapping on the shoulder like, hey, it's almost time for us to go away together and talk about next year. And she'll get a scripture focus for the upcoming year. Got to tell her the areas that he's going to work on. There's And she's had and I, I she's, you know, shared this with me and I know it's OK for me to share. 
but she's had like some years it's been about faith. Some years it's been about trust. Some years it's been about intimacy. Like he will give her a actual theme for the year and it always pans out. It's always like that. Is there a way that I can um, hire her to do that for me? <laughs> like, so I don't have to. She Wouldn't that be it. great? Yeah. Yeah. If you could just hire your own personal year end intercessor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> yeah. That's a salaried position. <laughs> you need her, by the way. It's, I know. The more I find this out, dude, it's, isn't it? It's amazingly how it's amazing how connected we are supposed to be. You know yeah. what I mean? Where we just kind of touch all the right areas of each other's life. It's just crazy. Um, and I do need her, and I'm not letting her go. So, and baby, baby, if you're listening, you stuck. So get over it. Um, <laughs> so, but but God wants us to be prepared, and I I read that in His Word in Proverbs 21 and 5, where He says, "Good planning and hard work leads to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty." Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It does, doesn't it? Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. That's the New Living Translation. The King James Version reads, The thoughts of the diligent tend only to plenteousness, but of everyone that is hasty only to want. The thoughts of the diligent tend only to plenteousness, but of everyone that is hasty only to want. And I believe in the scripture, this is God telling us, like, listen, I want you to plan ahead. I want you to be prepared. I don't want you to feel like you know what's going to happen. And there's going to be still elements where you must trust me and have faith and believe in all of those things because that's the foundation of the faith. It's faith. But I still want you to prepare for what you have petitioned me for. I want you to, it's like all the love gurus out there, especially the Christian love gurus that tell you if you want a husband, you know, you need to learn how to cook. And if you want a wife, you need to learn how to take care of a family and, you know, all of these things. And that's true. If there's something that you want in Christ, you need to be prepared for it. I'm going to get all kinds of emails about, where's my yeah. husband? Um, <laughs> mm, I'm just, wife that cooks sounds good. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Sorry, go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> if you want a husband, you do need to know how to cook. Have a couple of recipes. You don't have to be Martha Stewart. Have a couple, you know, something other than spaghetti. That's all I'm going to say. Men love food. Just throwing that out there. Yes, we do. Just let that sit for a second. <laughs> But seriously, though, he wants us to be prepared. And the idea that preparation is what leads to prosperity. Preparation and hard work is what leads to prosperity. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the show uh, earlier when we talked about research and training. You know what I'm saying? In order to grow in the faith. And here God's telling us, well, preparation and planning and hard work is how you're going to be prosperous. And we know this in our natural lives. Like, we go to school for 12 years before they will release us into adulthood. That's a lot of preparation and planning and training. You know what I'm saying? He sounds like a prison, but yes. <laughs> it kind of feels like it sometimes. <laughs> but that's the only way they will release us into adulthood is that if we go to school. And it's against the law not to let your child go to school in some way, shape, or form. Because planning and hard work, you know, is how you get to prosperity. And so, God, Jesus just hit me in the head with this right now because of some things that he knows I'm not doing. And he decided uh, to use the radio show uh, to talk to me. Don't you hate tell, it when he does that? You're going to have to tell us what he, he, you're not doing. All right, moment of clarity. We'll be back. I need a break.
Moment of clarity, moment of clarity, it's your man Stefan G. We're talking about planning and preparation and hard work. Did you hear what he said in the song? He's like, everything's better in pairs, like socks. <laughs> oh, I heard the part, I listened to the part where he said, if you ever walk around with one sock. You like, ever walk around with one sock? Yeah. It's hilarious. Wow. It's um, very true, I don't. So uh, when we went to break, so I'm talking about, you know, how God's using this to beat me in the face right now mm-hmm. because he's talking about planning and hard work and how it leads to prosperity. Yes. And and he's been dealing with me this past month about preparation. Like whenever anybody has asked me, hey, what's God been talking to you about? The answer has been preparation. Okay, you know what? I asked you about this earlier, and you did not say preparation. You <laughs> specifically hid it from me. I know I did. Yeah. I'm listen, I, and this is one of the reasons I love the radio show because I don't mind sharing with y'all my my victories and my faults. But um, but one thing that I have not been diligent in is my planning and my hard work. I've been living off previous planning and not executing, or not even developing new planning and then executing. But I've been living off previous plans and previous strategies that I should have refined and should have restructured or just completely thrown out and redone. And I haven't done that. And so here he is on my radio show saying, hey, Stefan, how about some planning and hard work so you can be prosperous? Because, you know, that's how he gets down. And on top of that, (laughs) even Kim a couple of weeks ago came to me. And was like, Stefan, I have a word for you from the Lord. He wants me to tell you, do the work, get the plan, make it happen. Don't forget to do the work. Make sure to do the oh, work. Oh, yeah, Stephon, remember did. that? Do yes, the work. Stephon- All right, Jesus. I hear you. You ain't got to like. Oh, like, yes, he does. You ain't got to tell yes, all my business. Does. Yes, he does. To the whole world. You know the whole world listens to this show. I tell all my business. But anyway. So God wants you to be prepared. Apparently, he wants me to be prepared. Guess what, Mike? He wants you to be prepared, too. Oh, I thought this was about you. (laughs) No, not about me. It's (laughs) about us. It's about us. Because he goes on to say in Philippians 4 and 6, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. That's what it says, right? So have you done that? Listen, we moved on. <laughs> we moved on, didn't we? Maybe I was asking the audience. Here's a, <laughs> here's a question, though. And I know I'm not the only one who does this because you and I have even had questions about this or conversations about this sometimes. Why is it that we are sometimes reluctant to tell God what we need or what we want? How? Why is it that we're sometimes reluctant to come to him for the plan so that we can execute the hard work? Why is it that we're sometimes reluctant to just speak to him about about what it is we need. I think I think um, we've, we're afraid of feeling selfish, maybe. Okay. That's a part of it. But I, I agree, we need to do that. We do. And I might even say some of it might even be a little pride on our side. You know what I'm saying? Feeling mm-hmm. like... That's very true. You know what I'm saying? Feeling ashamed to have to come and ask for help. Even you know, people don't always realize shame is pride. 
You know what I mean? When you walk into someplace and you are ashamed to ask for help, that's pride. That's, wow. You know? I've never really thought about it that way, but that's true. And so I, it could be sometimes pride that keeps us from asking God for the things that we need, you know, that, that we're so ashamed of needing this thing that we think we should be able to do it on our own or we live in the place of what we should have done by now, which I did for years. I lived in that storybook for a long oh, time. I've, the, been, I've been there lately. Oh, man, don't stay. It's a hard place. It. it is a terrible place to live. Oh. If there's anybody right now who's listening, who's living in the place of where I should be by now, get out. Get out now. All right, I will. Where I should be in life by now is a terrible place to be, and it's a lo- it is a very deep, dark rabbit hole that takes a whole lot to dig out of. Wherever you are right now is where you are. There is no should be because it is what it is. You know what I mean? God knew what you were going to say yes to. He knew what you were going to say no to. He gave you the opportunity to make those choices. He saw what choices you were going to make, and the result is what it is, and there is no where you should be. It's just where you is. Where you is. And so <laughs> you, you can change where you will be, but you can't live in the place of where you should be. Okay, so here, here's my question. We've... We've obviously established that we need to prepare right. for the next year. Right. I want to know specifically what that looks like. What are the specific things that we have to do to prepare? Well, I think one of the main things that we need to do is we need to go and seek God. You know what I'm saying? I think that one of the main things. So we, prayer. Yeah, prayer and supplication. Just like the, the scripture says here, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. So I think one of the main things we need to do, especially if you're talking about going into the new year, a lot of people go into the new year with worries. A lot of people go into the holiday season with worries. And a lot of people go into the new year with debt. We won't talk about that. But so one of the main things we need to do is pray. So find time. It doesn't all have to be on one day. It doesn't have to be on New Year's Eve. If you want to go out, God tells you you can go out. But find time as you're coming towards 2017 to get away with God, to spend some time with him, to get some worship in there, to get some praise in there, and begin to talk to him. To first, I would say the first thing you need to do is talk to him about 2016, because you can't get strategy for 2017 until you've put 2016 to bed. And if you're going into 2017 still mad about stuff that didn't happen in 2016 and stuff that you didn't do right in 2016 and things that didn't turn out your way in 2016, or still living off the victories of 2016 as if they will last forever, you might be surprised when 2017 shows up. So the first thing I would do is talk to him about 2016. Here are the things that I think went great, kind of like a performance review. If you could say given a performance review with God, you know, but let's just go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Here are the things that I think with great went great. Here are the things that I think, you know, were troubling. Here are some areas where I need work on. Like if you are this kind of person and you can print out your own performance review and you know how when you had a job and they'd have you fill out one and the boss would fill one out too. It's time for you to fill out your own performance review. And this is where I think I did good. Oh, I hate doing this. This is where I think I need work. These are where the places that I think are troubling. Whose idea was it to do this show today? <laughs> Jeez. Here are the places that I would like to see myself exceed in in the upcoming year and just kind of have that conversation. You know what I mean? And if it helps you to go on Google and find a performance for you and print it out and actually do it and bring it to God and say, okay, Jesus, this is what I want to talk about, then do that. But I think the first thing we need to do is settle 2016 and say, okay, it was exactly what I wanted. It was more than I could have ever imagined. It was not what I expected. It was worse than I could have ever believed. Whatever your answer is, 
settle that with him first. Then I believe your next step is to begin seeking him for an area of focus for 2017. Don't start asking God what's going to happen. God, am I going to find my husband? God, am I going to hit the lottery? God, am I going to get this job? Don't, no, don't, don't go there because that sets you up for disappointment. There are some things that he wants you to discover in him. But I would say the next step is then start to seek him for an area of focus for 2017. Takes me to my life scripture, Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. And a lot of people, you know, some people don't like that scripture. I didn't like it when he first gave it to me and was like, because he was like, this is your scripture for your life. And I was like, oh, okay, that's nice. He was like, no, no, like nothing in your life is going to work if you don't do this scripture. I was like, oh, (laughs) but it's a great scripture because a lot of people don't think about what these things are. You know what I'm saying? All these things will be added unto you where the scripture goes on to tell you what these things are. Don't think about what your clothes are going to be. Don't think about where you're going to eat. Don't think about where you're going to sleep. I will take care of your basic needs, your basic needs, food, shelter, clothing, so on. If you seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And so going into preparation, I believe part of what we need to do in that second step is begin to seek him and all of his righteousness so that he can add those things. And then he can also give us an area of focus for 2017. Like he can tell you, like he tells my fiance, 2016 is going to be about intimacy. This is what we're going to work on this year. 2014 is going to be about trust. This is what we're going to work on this year, you know, and you can actually begin to grow like we talked about in the previous radio show. You can actually begin to grow and you can actually begin to research and train in specific areas of the faith so that you can grow into more mature areas of the faith. You're giving me that look. No, I'm just thinking of what I think God's telling me. Oh, yeah. Next year. Would you mind sharing a little Do bit? Do you want Just me to little, share? Yeah, give us a little piece. Um, the word that comes to my head for some reason is uh, prioritizing. Ooh. He needs me to prioritize. That sounds about right. That sounds like something he would say. And um, so now I got to go pray and study like all the stuff you just said and figure out what that means and prepare. That's right. And, and, Very and, interesting. And guys... For all of you that's listening, understand that this isn't just a, a task to be accomplished. This isn't just something to put on your list to do. This is actually to help you. Like, seriously. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, if God is telling you to prioritize, he's telling you to prioritize for a reason. Because there's going to be things, if God's telling Mike to prioritize, it's because there are going to be things that come up in the next year that if his priorities are not straight, he can miss out on some things. Or it can lead him in a direction that he might not want to go in. Or if his priorities are straight, it can lead to the great abundance and magnificence that we prophesied over his yeah. life at the beginning of the show. I'm ready for some oh, of that. now you like the prophecy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it can lead to those those victories because he has prioritized his life correctly. And now that he's gotten the word prioritize, I'm glad you gave us that because it takes us to, to our next step. Now that he has the theme, he can look and find out, okay, God. What are those priorities? Okay, I know you need to go first, right? What needs to go second? You know what I'm saying? So, and and where does my job fall on that list of priorities? And where does my health fall on that list of priorities? Where do friends and family fall on that list of priorities? Money. Money. I know God Mike wants to get married. So where does that fall on the list of priorities? I know Mike wants to, you know, 
move forward in not only his career, but also in his own personal entrepreneurialism of what he wants to do with his life. What is that? Where did that fall into priorities? And you might find out that some of those things aren't where you thought they would be on the priority list. Right. You know, God might be like, okay, well, you know, the whole business aspect and starting your own thing, that's really number seven this year. But the idea of getting married, you need to get to number two on that one. You know what I'm saying? And you might believe, well, that doesn't sound right. Like, I don't even know who I would marry right now. But by, by the way, he's not saying that to me at the moment. <laughs> I know that's what you all think you want, Stefan. I don't, maybe he is, but I'm not Listen. sure yet that's what he's saying. You, for some reason, you want another married couple because I do. you're getting married. Yes. <laughs> <Don't>. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. I want all my friends to be married now. <laughs> but yeah, so now you can seek God that now that you have the theme, and, and even if your theme isn't to prioritize, but your theme is to persevere, you know what I'm saying? Or your theme is to uh, get closer to him, or your theme is to give, you know what I'm saying? Your, your theme for the 2017 might be to give. Okay, God, what do you want me to give? You want me to give money? You want me to give time? You want me to give talent? You want me to give energy? Who do you want me to give to? My children? You want me to give to my church? You want me to give to some community organization? And, and there's so many different avenues of that that you can explore. You can do that all the way up until, the, I mean, you can really start today and not be finished before January 1st if you really take the time to dig through it and explore it and find scripture references for it. Okay, God, I hear you say you want me to give. And I hear you say you want me to give in this specific area. Now show me that in scripture so that I can have something to lock into with that. So that I can have something that I can post on my wall that says, here's the scripture that tells me what to do in 2017. So what's your scripture? Mine? Yes. I don't know yet. All right. I don't know yet. Got to get prepared. I do. He's been bugging me about preparing and I've been trying to lead towards that direction. There's that oh. word again, trying. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> You're the one who pointed that out to me. I know, I know. But, and I have, I've been I've been in the process of preparing, but as he explained to me earlier, it's time for, you know, hard work and planning. You know, and it's time to just kind of do it. So we're going to do it. And I encourage everybody out there to do it. In fact, come on Facebook and tell us what your theme is, if you don't mind sharing, and tell us what you're going to do about it. Facebook.com slash G or check us out on the website, thestephong.com or check us out on every place you can get podcasts, including iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Attic, and Google Music, and whatever else. I don't know. We're everywhere. Go check us out. Um, but by all means, share when you go and begin to plan and prepare with the Lord. Share it with us. I'd love to hear um, what God shared with you guys and what he told you to plan for um, and what he told you that your 2017 was going to look like. Sound good? I mean, it depends on the definition of good, but yes, it does. Yes, it does. Listen, I know the thoughts I think about you. They are thoughts of good. Yes, I know. That's it. Thoughts of good. I- I'm kind of with you. I'm God's pushing me in too, and I've been kind of yeah, not doing it. So we're just gonna have to, you know, practice what you preach. Yep. <laughs> Moment of clarity, Stefan G. Catch you guys next week. I fell in love with your baby. And all I spit is words, you know just what I mean. Shout out to all the labels trying to get with the team.